from the New Testament comes from Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth, from the third chapter, verses 1 through 9. And so, brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now, you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh? and behaving according to human inclinations. For when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose, and each will receive wages according to the labor of each. For we are God's servants, working together. You are God's field, God's building. This is the word of the Lord. The grand truth of history is it just keeps happening. We just made history. It just happened. It's done. It's gone. It's behind us now. But the reality of history and time, and especially the time of the church and of God's people is this. It's a wheel that just keeps going round and round and round and round. We end up doing the same things over and over again. The same issues that afflicted the early church still afflict the church today. We could read things in Scripture, especially Paul's letters, and if we just revision them a little bit, and I didn't say, hey, this was written in the Holy Bible, and just said, a letter came to the church today. we'd hear those words and go, huh, who wrote that in? Because the same issues still afflict us and the center part of that issue is... Larry, do you know what the center issue is? The center issue 
is us. It's me. It's you. It's the people outside. The people who've gone before. The people who have yet to come. A central issue is us. So here in Paul's word to the church at Corinth, and I'm going to bring up a little bit of southernness here, y'all get over yourselves. Okay? Paul says, I taught you as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk. Because you were not ready for the meat of what it means to be a Christian. And then he says, and y'all still ain't ready. Still not there. Why? What was going on in the church at Corinth? Okay, remember, Paul is a great evangelist, and he is traveling all over the place. He goes to places and he builds up the startings of churches and then he moves on and others follow and continue what he has started and what happened in the church. Those who were there in the Corinth churches at the very beginning, those first few houses, they were so proud that they were of Paul. And they held that over other people. I came to Christ through Paul. Paul was my pastor. Well, this new upstart who followed Paul was a very inspiring pastor as well. Apollos took over and did the work that Paul had started and and built upon it. And these people who came to Christ through Apollos started going, well, I'm of Apollos. Apollos is better than Paul. And so the Paul people went, oh, Paul's better. And they got so caught up in who was their pastor. Who had they been a part of the church with? Where did they get their salvation from? And you understand what Paul's saying? You all are talking about your salvation as if I, Paul, was the one who gave you salvation. You are talking as if Apollos is the one who gave you salvation. Larry, I'll give you another chance. Who gave the people salvation? Christ. It is Christ alone who gave you salvation. But instead of sharing with one another, I am one in Christ with you, my brother and sister. We are one family. You spit at each other because you see yourself as better because of whom you claim as your pastor. That's one reason why I try really hard to say, I'm not your pastor, okay? I might be in this office. I might have the role and title of pastor. I'm not your pastor. 
Christ alone is your pastor. Christ alone is my pastor. I have a calling to plant and to water, but I cannot give you the growth. I cannot bring you to fruition. And I sure can't bring you to salvation. Christ alone. Our unity is not in who the pastor is. Our unity is not in how we identify ourselves in so many different ways, so many differences. Our unity is in Christ and Christ alone. Living and working towards Christ's end. Not our own. Not the pastor. Not even the session. But Christ and Christ alone. That's where we struggle towards unity. We as a congregation here still struggle with the same thing that Corinth struggled with. How do we overcome our humanity? How do we get beyond flesh? How do we become united as one in spirit, as one in the life of Jesus Christ? If I had that answer, I would have a huge book deal, and you all would never see me again because I'd be busy going around preaching to every single church how to have perfect unity. Except for I do have the answer. Kent, what's the answer? answer is always Jesus. What's two plus two? <laughs> Kent, what's the answer? Four. <laughs> Try again. What's the answer? Jesus. Loud and proud. Jesus. Really loud and proud. Jesus. What's two plus two? Some of you got, got, got along with that. All right, good. Jesus is always the answer. 